Hi, you are listening to Creatrix Culture. I am your host, Sarah Lottie. Welcome, welcome. For those of you who are catching this episode on YouTube, this is my booth, which I love so much. Um, So now you can see this is what I look like doing my solo episodes. And um, yeah, I'm excited to be doing video for these as well. And that's kind of something I wanted to do going into the new year. So yeah, I'm all cozy because I'm freezing. It is raining outside and it's so cold and my apartment is so cold even with the heat on. It has so many holes in it because it was built in 1950, so it's just not energy efficient at all. So yeah, some days I just uh, sit in my home with a beanie cap on. (laughs) So for those of you that can see inside my booth, every time I do an episode, I have my beautiful and amazing Super 7 crystal that I hold. It was a gift to me last Christmas by a very dear friend of mine, and so I allow it to come and sit with me every time I do this to keep me connected to any messages or anything that I want to say. So that's that. I also have some tea with my Capricorn mug. Hello, Capricorns. It is our season. My birthday's coming up in just a few weeks here, so that's exciting. I'll be now definitely into my 40s since I'll be turning 41. You know, I think I'm okay with that. (laughs) I have to say, like, life has gotten so much better since I got into my 40s. Um, I mean, my teens were crap. That was hell. 20s, meh. I thought I was going to get better at 30s, and, like, it kind of did. But then, you know, I think I just actually signed up for a very challenging but adventurous life. So I'm I'm not really going to complain on it. So yeah, I'm drinking um, Chanka, Chaka, Chanka, Chaka. Now I can't remember the name of the tea. Chanka Piera, Piera? Who knows? It's good for your kidneys. Um, It's a breakstone tea. So if you do suffer from kidney stones, drink a cup of this every day. Or um, for me, I had a really bad kidney infection last February, so almost a year ago. And I had a small little flare-up a couple months ago, so I've been drinking this whenever I feel like it, every few days, just to maintain my kidney health. Anyway, I wanted to jump into the booth today, not only to stay warm, because it gets really warm in here, um, but also I wanted to do an episode in honor 2020, because this poor year has gotten such a bad rap. You guys are so mean to 2020. (laughs) For me, I do have to say, 2020 has actually been like the best year of my entire life. And I mean, it's been challenging as shit. You know, I haven't really worked my, what used to be my main source of income since March. And I've just been on this crazy journey that has done wonderful things to my life. Maybe not to my bank account. Um, (laughs) Definitely not to my bank account. (laughs) But it's allowed me to have so much time to, to 
clean up some things in my life and let go of things and heal things and take time for myself. And I know a lot of us needed that to just kind of stop for a minute. So I wanted to give 2020 some love. I wanted to honor it because without this year, I don't know, you know, I, I think eventually I would have gotten to where I am now, but I, it would have taken me longer and I have not wasted any time. I've utilized every moment that I've had with this time off to, to research, to discover, to learn, to heal, to grow, to let go. And that's what was really called for us this year was to leaving the age of Pisces and moving into the golden age of Aquarius and where we are in our lives and as a collective in our singularity and in our unity is it's it's time to move it's time to grow and we can't take the old in with the new so what has been called for most of us this year if you've been tuning in and listening to yourself and to your spirits is to to really you know tie up all the loose ends and come into this new year and this new time in a sense in a fresh start so I that's why I have to honor it I've really learned so much about myself and I can finally say for the first time in my life I'm happy and my happiness isn't attached to anything that's external I've done the work and I've gone through the shit and I've gone through the darkness and I've came out the other side and I've found happiness within. I've always been on a path of self-mastery. So what does self-mastery mean? Right? I, I never I didn't look up the, you know, textbook definition of self-mastery, so I'll just explain it that I think sees fit for myself and maybe your definition of self-mastery could be completely different but the way I see it is to master thyself is to where you're in complete balance you're in complete alignment you're no longer in a place where you're searching externally for your happiness for your completeness for your balance for your teachings don't get me wrong, we are all here to be the teacher and the student for each other. And that will be continuous till till we move out of these shells and into the next form. But I feel self-mastery is also is is what the great teachers say is is when you can let go of attachment, when you can just be, when you can be still when you can be calm. I would have to say that one of the greatest things that has helped me that I believe get to this point was really listening to my guides at the end of last year to go into this year and be sober and to stop drinking. And since I've done that, all of these doors within myself started to open up. All these things that have been plaguing me for years, stuff I wasn't able to let go of, stuff I wasn't able to heal, was able to be healed and transmuted 
even when I was looking at the things that I'm fearful or that really break my heart or really hurt and are really hard to admit and to look at, I was able to do it with so much more grace and ease and move through it so much more fluid with fluidity, so much more fluid. And the roller coaster of emotion started to become just a steady, even pace. No longer the ups and downs and the craziness. And I really do think, I mean, I think it has to do with age, but I also really think it has to do with not putting these lower vibrational chemicals into our body, into my body, where when you're drinking, it takes so much for your body to process the poison that you're constantly stressing it out, right? You're losing your fluids because it's getting rid of everything in its way to process the poison. So you're also dehydrated. And all of these things stacked together, I believe causes, not to mention that alcohol, as we all know, is a depressant, but I, I believe all these stressors on the body, that's what creates more irritability. That's what the dehydration gives you more anxiety. The, you know, you're not really getting a good night's sleep. You're not falling into that deep REM sleep that really regenerates yourself. So with with taking yourself away from from these these things that keep your body functioning properly i think as within so without so that like bleeds to the outside and that's what makes even the tiniest things harder to deal with because inside you're trying to deal with so much and since i've eliminated that from my life like i said it's all just became so much more fluid and what's so interesting about it is that I mean I remember I don't remember what episode number it was but I remember the first episode when this pandemic hit of being calm but also being really nervous about being furloughed from my job and what that looked like and what's so interesting about it is like that fear that I was looking at standing in front of me and I'm living in the fear it it is exactly what I saw and (laughs) what's so interesting about it is that I don't care (laughs) I say that like a question because it's it doesn't affect me or it's not affecting me the way I thought it would. And I mean, maybe cut to, you know, six months from now when everything's different and I might be crying and singing a different tune, but to find my happiness through my deepest fear, one of my deepest fears, is so incredibly empowering. And it shows you what is actually true, right? That our happiness isn't tied to money. Money doesn't make us happy. Our happiness isn't tied to another person. Another person doesn't make us happy. Our happiness isn't tied to where we live, 
or what we get to do, right? It can be tied to experiences, maybe, right? I don't know. Experiences give me great happiness and joy, adventures. But to be in alignment with pure happiness, it, it, it does come from finding that place inside of you first, right? I actually never thought I could find it. I never gave up looking for it, but I never actually thought I was going to find it. The darkness and doom and gloom in my brain for the majority of my life has been so challenging and so feeling like it was never ending that I just figured that's it. That's it for for this life for me. But I just never gave up. I never stopped searching. I never stopped looking for my inner peace. And I looked down many roads, many different teachings, many ways of life, many things that I thought I loved, and I never found it. And it wasn't until I feel like during 2020 when pretty much everything has been kind of taken away from us and I was left without distraction that I found finally what I was looking for. I guess the great question would be is, you know, once you've found this state, once you've found this place, is it fleeting, you know, or does it stay? It's like you can't unlearn what you've already learned. You can't go back when you've already gone so far. I have so much grace into, I want to say my attachments now, but they're now non-attachments. So many things I held so tightly. I've just, without effort, allowed to let them go. Where I feel in the past, it was like, well, the idea sounded great. You know, like, I'm going to really work on letting things go but I think that's like anything when you like when you try so hard to do something you're actually like working against it instead of allowing yourself to lean in and go in the process of it there's so many teachings that I learned for years where the concept of living that sounded amazing and I was trying so hard to be and do that but it was the inauthenticity of it was that I wasn't it I was so far from it that trying pushed it further and further and further away so my great teaching of 2020 was to let go and to surrender to fully surrender because there was nothing else that I personally could do so here we are how can we be mad at that we can't. <laughs> how can we be mad at any great teachings of our lives, no matter how challenging they were? Because when you come out on the other side, it's gold, it's knowledge, it's wisdom. You know things. Those things can't bring you down anymore. You've mastered them. You've leveled up, right? I mean, that shit is exciting. That, for me, I don't know about you, but that's what I kind of live for. 
I mean, I've always, like I said, I've been on a path of self-mastery and I've always loved growth and development and ever since I was really young. Finding truths. Oh, I love finding truths. I've had so much truth-seeking time. It's brought me great joy. You know, but what is the truth? The truth is, is you get information from this side, you get information from that side, and you form your own truth. What feels right? What resonates with you? I can't tell you what's true, because what's true for me might not be what's true for you. I didn't live your experiences. I don't know what you will know. One day what might be held true today might be the non-truth tomorrow once you find more information. That's the beauty too. A lot of the people I've been speaking with in the spiritual world, we've been talking about how much, you know, since we've evolved as humans and have learned more and found more information that the teachings have changed. Some things don't, they were relevant for the time period. They were relevant for it as far as our knowledge was, but we've surpassed it. So it's time to kind of rewrite some of the teachings. And I feel that needs to go into many things of this life, into religions, into, you know, schools, into so many institutions and structures that we're, 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 we're evolved, we're evolving, allow it to evolve. And that instead of like staying in these archaic places that are just not serving, I mean, how, what, how far can we go with that? You know, that's exciting. I can't stop like searching for knowledge and growth. And even though I'm at this space now and the level that I'm at now, this isn't where it ends. My happiness doesn't end here. You know, just because I found happiness within, what can I find next? I mean, they say the road to enlightenment is never ending. I guess I can just continue down that road. (laughs) Keep, just keep going. Yeah, this podcast has been a beautiful thing over the past year. It has become such a passion project of mine. And I kind of started it on a whim kind of just fell into the whole creatrix culture umbrella and I just want to thank everyone who has been with me over this past year so beautiful that we're coming up to a year and for those of you who have just joined I hope you join in with me in this next year because I'm I'm excited for some guests that I'm gonna have on and some topics that I didn't I didn't get to cover this year because we got a little wrench in the game so I put some things aside and um, and I, I, I really just allowed myself to have some time to to figure this out where I'm going with this what I've been doing what I've been wanting to talk about the type of guests that I want to have on and I've allowed it to just kind of take on a life of its own so yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening and journeying. It's been um, it's been a beautiful year. I challenge you. I challenge you to to look at your 2020 with a different perspective and how has it served you. And we can talk about masks all day long and we can talk about social distancing all day long and the blah blah blahs all day long. But there's always a blessing in our challenges. 
there's always a blessing. Even if you can't see it yet, when you come out fully on the other side and you look back, I would do it all over again. Because, yeah, maybe if this all didn't happen, my bank account would have a little bit more funding to it. You know, but what I, I have really learned what I've learned. You know, think about it. I've gotten to spend this year connecting with so many beautiful people around the world, making so many more contacts than I have in years. And with this extra time, I've gone into different seminars and workshops, and I've been a part of different chat groups. And with every workshop and seminar, really tried to show up and connect with people and I feel like now I have like a whole new a whole new friendship base friendship circle that didn't exist before with with people that I'm really connected to and have such an alignment to and different experiences that I've had over this year has led me to so many new things and people and I can't wait to do an episode on sacred economy and share that with you all who don't know sacred economy because that's been wow that's been that's been a special thing that's came on my path this year and through different spiritual groups I've even in real life gotten to connect and meet with some some amazing souls that I just didn't have time to do before being um, a slave to the economy (laughs) right I'm actually now sweating (laughs) in my booth (laughs) now it's really hot in here that's okay it's really cold out there my heat though it only turns on like from it's like 90 degrees or zero. It's like on or off. It doesn't have a medium, which I think that's another reason why my uh, gas bill is so expensive because I have to blast this thing in order for it to work. And a space heater, my apartment's so spacious that it just doesn't really heat things up. I'll turn on my space heater in my bedroom like before I go to bed and just kind of heat up the room. But other than that, it's it doesn't do anything. But yeah. I just, I challenge you to, to give gratitude to 2020 because we could look back on this year and in hindsight, see that this actually was one of the greatest years of our entire lives. I feel mentally healthy. I feel spiritually healthy. I think for the most part, I'm physically healthy. I'm challenging myself going into this next year to cut caffeine So at that point, I will be 100% squeaky clean with no chemicals because I don't smoke weed. It's never really agreed with me. I tried to be a pothead a few times. It just doesn't work. I don't really like it. You know, it's funny because they say like alcohol is like a depressant and kind of dark. Weed, I was being stoned. Just It's not a good time in my head. Talk about some darkness there. I was not really fun around people either. I think I could have like a, a, a high here and there that was like, 
I was fun Sarah, but like I'm not a fun high person. I'm really not fun to be around. <laughs> I kind of suck at being high, which is fine. The weed companies have enough have enough support from other folk. So yeah, it looks like the coffee industry is losing me. The weed industry never had me. The alcohol industry lost me. I'm pretty much vegan. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, right? Sometimes we, when we spend our lives toxifying, we can spend the rest of our lives detoxifying all the bullshit. And I kind of have my theories. I have some theories on coffee anyway, caffeine in general. I mean, I'll have the caffeine if it's like in chocolate or something. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to go crazy. But... Yeah, I mean, I've just had so much guidance to get rid of that as well. I just decided not to load it all on me in one year. And to be honest, like, I thought quitting alcohol was going to be so much harder. And one of my friends recently, he was like, oh, Sarah, you know, you're getting close to the end. So it's going to be really hard for you to keep not drinking. I was like, what are you talking about? the hardest part was in the beginning <laughs> the hardest part would have been when I had like a ton of people over at my house last January for my birthday party and I didn't have one drop of alcohol I think if I mastered that challenge then you know that was the challenge that didn't even I, I think I like got like empathically drunk just from everyone's like drinking energy I felt drunk which was hysterical, but the, that challenge is over with. I have no desire to go back to alcohol. I have no desire to beat up my body in that way. And I would believe my body has no desire to go back to that as well. So I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but um, I think I have. My friend's mom is studying Ayurvedic medicine, and she said under the microscope tea leaves are the molecules or whatever this are really beautiful and bright and the coffee molecules are really dark and ooh and I find that when I drink coffee especially out of the caffeine family is that it instantly sucks all the moisture out of my face I could wake up looking so fresh and dewy and I have a cup of coffee and I'm like get bags and then look like a raisin I'm like gay and it'll happen too a little bit with like a black tea but if I have just regular tea it's I, I don't feel that it feels dirty and I'm really curious to see this coming year what happens without that without that chemical, without that roller coaster, what else shifts? Or I might not notice any difference. I'm probably gonna be really tired though for like a couple weeks, but I don't know. Like, what is my goal of doing all this? I think is, is to just purify. I looked at people who didn't experiment with drugs or drink or whatever is being like total squares right that's what we're kind of taught or that's what it's looked like like the people that don't party aren't fun or if you're not partying you're not fun and I'm having so much more fun 
like this, I'm so much more aware. I'm so much more aware of my surroundings. It's like I, I feel like I, I see so much more, therefore I carry more secrets because I see everything. It's like a superpower. <laughs> so that being said, I don't think I'll be coming back on here before the new year. I am going to visit last year on December 30th. I did my ego death ceremony in Topanga Canyon at a tree. And since I'm coming up to my one year anniversary of my ego death, I'm going to go out to Topanga on Wednesday and try to find my tree. And I just did a soul retrieval um, like a month or so ago, maybe a month and a half. And I had to burn an old contract with that journey and healing. So I'm actually going to bury that old contract that I burned. I have all the pieces left that I burned and I'm going to bury that with my ego that is still in the ground of Topanga Canyon. And after that, I will jump back on here and explain what an ego death ceremony actually is and tell you about my whole experience with that a year ago and what that has looked like over this past year. And then I'll do a separate episode about the soul retrieval and what that, what that entails and what that looks like. So I have some stuff, some fun stuff coming up and I'm wishing you all a very safe and a very healthy and a very happy new year and give 2020 some gratitude, give 2020 some love, give yourself some love, give yourself some gratitude. You're still here. You've made it. You've gone through it. We might still be in the middle of all this crap, you know, according to some. It's going to be a little while longer, guys, so you're going to still have to keep your safety restraints locked in. But one year down, guys, one year down. We got this because we got each other, and that's the point. The more we can stop the separation, the more we can stop the fighting, the more we can stop the bickering, and the more we can unify, the more we can make change. And it does. It starts with ourselves. So honor yourself. Love yourself. Give gratitude for yourself. You're still here. There's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why I'm here. There's a reason why we chose this space and time to enter this earth in these containers, in these vessels, to do the work, to be a part of this experience. We are in the greatest time in history. We just had a grand conjunction of two planets that hasn't happened since Jesus was born. I mean, if that's not something, I don't know what is. It really is a beautiful time to be alive. You don't have to search outward. You just got to search inward. Take care of yourself. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. <laughs> we'll talk with you soon. Bye.